up, bud? What's up? BJ, Boone, and Daryl bring to you Bud's Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. A lot of Japanese wrestling. Yeah. But let's start off with, and you already know, Bud's the sad news. Right. Harley Race has passed away at the age of 76. Mm-hmm, I believe so. After battling lung cancer for quite a while. Yeah, it's been a while now. Um, it's like one of those you knew it was coming, you just didn't know when, and unfortunately that win was earlier this week. Yeah. Like, he's, you know, the NWA champion. I mean, he is. The only other guy you can make the argument for is Flair. Right. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I mean, and if you buds are, you know, listeners, we do the top 100 wrestlers. and We do do like, that. Like, he's, uh, he's number eight in. Uh, he's number three on that list, so we'll get to him again in a few weeks, but, you know, condolences, I guess. Yeah, it sucks. It does. It is crazy to think, though, like, he's like the last of his whole generation of wrestlers, like, who's left? Flair? Flair. Uh, Patterson, Briscoe. Running out. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went back and watched. So I watched a few of his promos. Mm-hmm. I haven't got to watch a match yet. Me either. I've only watched a promo so far, too. I'm going to save the match for when we get there. Greatest I've been watching God's Green Earth. A couple promos. But I found this really good video of, um, and I don't know if you saw it, him with uh, Nick Aldis. When while Nick Aldis had has the NWA mm-hmm. championship and just a conversation, a little bit of a conversation between those two and stuff, and that was really good. I saw a clip. I think it was on Reddit. It might have been Twitter, but I think it was on Reddit mm-hmm. of Dusty Rhodes and Harley Race, um, or like a bar or something like that. And um, it wasn't very long, but it was pretty funny and nice. Uh, Weird though to see old school wrestlers like that breaking kayfabe at a bar, but it was still pretty cool. Nice. I don't think there was anybody but wrestlers in the bar, to be fair, but right. It's usually what they do. Yeah, because back in those days, those guys didn't break kayfabe very often for anything, no. not even for a drink. So no. that's because you could have got fired for it back in those days, that's too. That's true. Um, but yeah, so. Go back and watch some uh, Harley Race stuff, buds. Yeah, we're going. Tell to. us your favorite, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll move on to WWE, WWE talk. We talk. We're uh, two weeks out from SummerSlam. Yeah. And from NXT Takeover Twenty Six Toronto. Mm-hmm. So uh, exciting stuff's coming up here week after next. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, Raw was probably, I mean, it was. It was the, the best, best Raw, Raw this year. year. Not great, sure. but decent. It was a decent Raw. And my thought was, like, I tuned in. I was going to watch, because they announced that the 24-7 championship stuff was going to happen first, which was kind of interesting, where it was uh, Drake Maverick and his wife, was it Renee Michelle? Yeah. And uh, versus R-Truth and Carmella. Mm-hmm. And whoever won. The guy got the title. Yeah, the guy got the title. Which was dumb. Which was dumb. 
Yeah, that part. Was Especially dumb. when later on Maria Canellas beats Mike Canellas for the twenty four seven belt. Right. Why couldn't a woman have it in the first match if yeah. a woman's just gonna end up with it? Right. I saw a picture today, and I think the picture was from yesterday though. But I just saw it today on Twitter on mm-hmm. Mike Canellas's account. He took a picture of Maria and the baby with the twenty four seven championship and the. Uh, laying in bed and he just said I'm so conflicted right now or something like that right. I thought that was pretty good it was I, it's sad yeah. though that that's the best still the best thing the WWE can manage to scrape together is the 24-7 belt tied they're not scraping together Bray Wyatt Bray Wyatt's doing Bray Wyatt yeah that's true um but you know this is how I loved all this 24-7 stuff I, I will still say I mean it's, like, it's, it's they so have not missed good. anything in my opinion mm-hmm. like this is the kind of cheesy I want in my wrestling. We were talking off air about how I'm realizing that I'm just not a big fan of the cheesiness anymore. And I'm, yeah. whatever, it happens, you know. If you're if that's your thing, that's your thing. All wrestling's good wrestling at the end of the day. Right. You know. And I like both. So, yeah. It's just not my thing, but this is the way to do it. I like mm-hmm. the 24-7 because it's supposed, to, I'm not supposed to take it seriously. Exactly. And it's like the hardcore belt back in the day. But a little less serious than that was, because even that had a, a bit more, especially in the earlier days before the twenty four seven rule. But yeah, no, I I loved it, and like Maria coming out later when after she won, first pregnant champion, first pregnant. And the only thing I didn't like right. about it was the whole fucking her and Braun Strowman thing. And he's oh, just yeah, like that was, <laughs> weird. Yeah. Yeah. that was weird. But before fuck? that, when she was like up in Titus's face <laughs> and stuff, that was that was pretty <laughs> that good. Was good. Yeah. Um, then we got what I thought was a really fun gauntlet match. Mm-hmm. I like that gauntlet match. I mean, the five people in that chasing to see who they're chasing or chasing AJ, like to, for the United States Championship. That's a hell of a five people too. See, the. the the match was good. Don't get me wrong. As a match, just on its own. Yeah. yeah it was good. I mean, but look at the, the five guys that you had involved. Oh, yeah. Fucking, of course it was good. Mm-hmm. I knew who was going to win before the match started, from the storyline point of view. Yeah. And it was then super obvious with the last two guys. Right. And just the way it was done for the story was dumb, but the match itself was good. It was a fine match. Yeah. I liked like I really enjoyed it. Uh, Andrade and Ray setting up. Most likely, which I'm kind of hoping, uh, mask versus hair matches SummerSlam. I want a match. I think the mask thing, I told you this too, is right. stupid. I watched Ray lose his match in like 97 because Bischoff that, doesn't but, like masked wrestlers. But. And Andrade's not going to lose. Exactly. So he's going to. But how big is that for Andrade to be the one to take Ray's mask and keep Ray's mask? Like. You know what I mean? I it, and someone brought this up. If they, I don't, I don't trust them to do it. But I think honestly, let's demask a lot of these fuckers, and you have Andrade start collecting masks, and then he com- starts coming out to the ring wearing all the different masks. Oh man, you can definitely tell Eric Bischoff has some creative control again. Everybody's right. losing their masks. Yeah. Now all the pale guys are going to... That's why Sheamus hasn't been on TV. Right. He needs to get tan. And plus, that... I mean, I know... We know... We knew, we knew Ricky Shea was winning, obviously, but 
God, I could watch Ricochet and Andrade, Andrade fight all day. Mm-hmm. Again, the wrestlers were good. The yeah. story's stupid. And right. if you want me to invest in it, then do better. I can't invest in I can't invest in I already know. Like, ah. Uh, hey, you know what? It's, it's yeah. still the best they've done all year, so. Then there was another moment of bliss, and I didn't give a shit. And then, oh, the tag championship match was fucking phenomenal. Too. The match was cool, uh, but tag belts don't mean shit. I know, but I think it's really fun that now AJ has the U.S. champion and Gallows and Anderson are the tag champions. They got all the gold. See, I, I liked it on the Revival. and I feel like they needed to hold them a little bit to try and make something out of them, but no. they just bounce around so much they don't mean anything. Yeah. I, I the match was good, though. Yeah, I always Again, it was a good match. match. I mean, you know, how many times have we said that we want the Undisputed Era with all the gold? I do, though. And, I mean, I'll take the OC with all the gold, too. I hate that they call them the OC. It's the worst name, and then, like, they need a fourth guy. They're not a real faction. They're a team. You need a fourth yeah. guy to be a faction. I, I or a female. It doesn't have to be a man. It could be a woman. True. I would be that's so true. down with some mixed gender factions no, in the I WWE. Let's start doing that. If they do it, yeah. Which I know they never will. But if they do it right, Finn joins them. And then that's how the Undisputed Era debuts. Mm-hmm. Is against the OC. Um, I enjoyed it. And it's a great match. Yeah. But then the Viking Raiders had their, I think, 302nd squash match. I did read that that was the lowest rated segment on all of them. Hardly imagine why. Um, then there's more women's stuff that I'm. That, I don't care. Like Becky and Natalia, I don't give a shit. It's so sad that since WrestleMania, the women went from being the thing I was most looking forward to seeing to the thing that I don't even know what's going on with because it's so... I don't care. And that's on both shows, and it's really sad. Mm -hmm. There's so many talented women on this roster, and they just... don't even use their... They don't even use Charlotte and Becky right. Like... I'm, I'm guessing Sasha's never coming back because if she's not coming back for SummerSlam, she's not coming back. No, she's... Uh, yeah, I don't think she's coming back. I miss Sasha. <laughs> Unless she comes... Oh, shit. <laughs> I can edit that out. Okay. Uh, my bad. It happens. Anyway. It's not the first time we've kicked the mic. Yeah, I don't I don't expect Sasha to come back, though. No. I was still kind of hopeful, but... Yeah. I guess as long as she comes back to wrestle somewhere, I'm cool. But I don't want to see her pull punk. I don't think she will. I hope not. She'll. I mean, at the least, she'll end up in stardom. I'll take. I'll take her in the. She's just. She's too good to waste that talent. Mm -hmm. Like, I personally think she's better than Becky. I think Charlotte's the only woman that has a legit in the WWE right now that has a legit say that she's better than Sasha Banks. Yeah. I think so. In ring, I mean, I'm not oh, talking yeah. overall. Becky's had one of the best characters until they ruined it with teaming her up with Seth, which right. is no in ring for sure. I Why mean, isn't Seth a heel yet? He needs to turn heel. And Oscar's there too, by the way. Yeah, but they have not. I haven't seen that Oscar in the WWE. I saw that Oscar in NXT. I was gonna say I NXT. haven't seen that Oscar in WWE. No, I haven't either, but 
So that's I, that's why I didn't count her. But yeah. you are right. Asuka is there. She should be in there. She should be above mm-hmm. Sasha, too. You're right. Yeah. Actually, maybe Kyrie Sane, too. But I don't think she's had an actual match yet. Maybe one. Oh, they, well, they had that one where they got counted out in, like, after two minutes or something. <laughs> I don't even remember it. It was them. It was supposed to be the title match, and then they got the Iconics, double Iconics. Guys. Oh, that counted out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. Yeah. Um, so then, so here's the problem. Okay, so Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins had a match, which was whatever. They, they had a three. I didn't two watch and it, and actually. I didn't see their yeah. match. But they had like a two and a half, three star I match. I mean, it was decent, but it's I didn't need to go out of my way to see it, is what I'd read. Yeah, but it's the ending. Of after that match that was worth watching because fucking Brock Lesnar comes out and Rakes fucking him. yeah <laughs> dismantles Seth Rollins just Jesus Christ like the the first part was sweet don't get me wrong uh-huh. what I actually thought was really well done was when he mm-hmm. stopped the fucking ambulance and pulled out and kept beating the shit yeah. out and that was dope that was good that was cool. But I don't know. The F5 on the chair. That Jesus was brutal. But I think the one on the gurney was the one that looked yeah. like that one. Like, I'm like, oh my God. Because, like, you can't not make that so move. Fucking... There's no way to take that gurney shot and peacefully. Here's, here's the problem with Brock Lesnar. And I think we've said it on you said it. Times. You said it a couple weeks ago, I the best, that I just time. re-listened to. Mm-hmm. The problem is with Brock Lesnar, I really like Brock Lesnar yeah. on my TV. He's never exactly. on my fucking TV. Exactly. And honestly, this last run... This right now, since mm -hmm. he won the money in the bank, has been the Mm -hmm. best best, best Lesnar run since he was fighting Triple H back before he beat Undertaker. I don't need to see Brock Lesnar every week, but I want to see him... More than three times a fucking year? Right, exactly. While he's the champion, especially... At least once a month. If, if here's the more. thing: if he's not the champion, I don't care if he only shows up every three yeah. months. But when he's holding a championship, have him on once in a while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a big Brock Lesnar fan again. I'm definitely come back full circle on Brock Lesnar. I mean, he's no wild boar, Mike Hitchman, but yeah. it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Other than. And it wasn't what he did. The one beatboxing thing when they put the stupid fucking stickers on the back of the briefcase. But the beatboxing thing itself was uh-huh. genius when he came out and did that. I thought that was the fucking best. It was. And that was fantastic. Well, then he did it with the title recently, too. Yeah, I've seen that, dope. too. Um, yeah. No, I'm, was so much I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I just I hate this baby face Seth Rollins. He mm-hmm. sucks. I kind of Actually, want... most WWE baby faces suck. That's one of their bigger problems is they really don't know what to do with baby faces anymore. What I really want is I want Brock Lesnar to destroy Seth Rollins in about four minutes, maybe three. That'd be sweet. And keep the title, and like Monday night, have someone come out that would be fresh and new to see him face. Like, fuck, have Bray Wyatt do the same thing with Finn Balor, just fucking destroys him, and then let's get Bray Wyatt and Brock Lesnar right away. Fuck it. And let Bray the go fiend. over on Lesnar? Yeah. Man, that'd be sweet. Right? Hell in a Cell? <sighs> what a push. Yeah. 
And then they just got to do better than the fucking shit they did with Orton burning his house down the last time Why was a champ. Well, that specific spot was cool. The overall story yeah. arc was not. But no. Orton turning on him by burning his fucking shack down was awesome. It was fucking awesome. That was sweet. I'll take that. Can we? I know this is news and rumors, but Uh I just I got we got to talk about this now because I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. We're getting Ziggler and and Goldberg at SummerSlam, (laughs) right? Right? We have to be. We have to be. Yeah. You know Goldberg wants to redeem the shit from Undertaker. Yeah. So. And it is the rumor, but I didn't. I wanted to save it, but now I don't because you and I haven't talked about this yet. I want this match so bad, though. I want to see Ziggler and Goldberg so bad, dude. And to see Ziggler take a spear is going to be amazing. Dude, a jackhammer and a spear. Yeah. 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 Oh, I know. It's going to be fantastic. I'm so, I'm so down It's going to be, yeah, five, six minutes tops. I'm cool with that. And it's going to be amazing. What was the, what was the one Brock Lesnar match that was like that? That was like five or six minutes, which was just go, 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 and just fucking awesome, which, he had a couple with Cena like that. Yeah. If you're talking about this Maybe more... it was the AJ one. Was it the AJ one that the, was really it, short and just awesome? That one was pretty... I mean, it wasn't... It was like an eight-minute match, I think. Yeah. It wasn't super short, but it wasn't right. long either. But it was pretty much nonstop action. Yeah. The one with him and AJ. Um, I can tell you which one it wasn't. Him and Ambrose. Right. No, not that one. I want to see now. That should have yeah. been one of the best matches right. ever. Right. Um... But did you, did you hear, okay, so it's been like pretty much confirmed, but by Meltzer, did you see how he found out? Someone called him to ask him how he knew, and he's kind of like, I didn't, but thanks. Yeah, because I guess Alvarez <laughs> said it offhanded, yeah. like, I bet you Ziggler's going to face Goldberg, and then WWE said, found, heard that right. yeah, Meltzer, Meltzer said it, said it Meltzer. called him. <laughs> how did you, you find know? It? And yeah. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Yeah, that was so good. Uh, but, I mean, good. he wants retribution from that yeah, shit. He, yeah, of show. course he does. He's Goldberg. Yeah. He's like, I ain't going out He's like so that. worried about his image that mm-hmm. he has to fix that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then we got the ending of Raw was a lot of fun, too. The Samoan Summit, where it just... All hell broke loose, and Cedric Alexander jumped off the fucking Titan Tron. Yeah, it's not the Titan Tron anymore, but I always call it the Titan Tron. Um, for the record, Samoan Summit is stupid as fuck. Oh yeah, like the what they did was fine, but God, that was like <laughs> this is a professional wrestling program. What the fuck? I know. What the fuck? I know. I don't get it, but. <laughs> The Samoan Summit. Yep, the Samoan Summit had two Samoans, and then, um, let's see. No, four Samoans. Four Samoans. Sorry, there was yeah. four Samoans. Um, a Scottish guy and a black guy. <laughs> and they called it the Samoan. Like, but, but, no, the fight itself was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I felt, like, the Cedric spot was yeah. unnecessary, but it was cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that should have been a pay-per-view spot, not a Monday night. Not Especially, it's not even a go-home show. Like, yeah. what? No. Um, but I get it. They're so still, yeah. trying to fix things right mm-hmm. now that they're just... 
This to it me feels yeah. like knee jerk reaction attitude era. It does. Except I'm not a teenager anymore, right. and that doesn't pop me like it did yeah. back then. I, and that's I mean I get on the difference, mm-hmm. and I'm not like I'm glad you enjoyed it as much as you did because because because. because all yeah. wrestling's good because right. it's not for me. Here's this was not yeah. this week was not for Daryl. Here's why I liked it, and it's if they there are things I liked yeah. about it. The things I liked was there was more cohesive and coherent storytelling. Yes, than they have had. In it's not years. good, but at least it's there. Right, it can get good and later. I, yeah. Let's just start somewhere. Exactly, I'm with you. I agree. And That's one me, of the things I like too. If they can build off of this week and keep things going, it can get better. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this week was perfect, but it just there's no such. I'm thing. gonna be like Simon Miller here, and I'm gonna be like I got this positivity now that like I feel. I try, you know. I grew up on WWE. I love WWE. Me too. I'm always gonna root for them. To I think that's why I'm so good. hard on it, though, is because yeah. But and I think I mean I'm glad that they I'm glad they got rid of the commercial the breaks for commercials mm-hmm. and matches. Even though I don't like a lot of the things, especially in SmackDown, but a lot of the things yeah. they did, I'm glad they're doing different things. I understand yeah. that it's not all for me, and I'm okay with that. Right. Which is it's what it is. But it's still got to get a little bit better for mm-hmm. me to be back invested in a Raw or SmackDown. It's just, it's if it wasn't five hours, it'd be a different story. Right. I'm, I can't do that anymore, man. Especially yeah. for it to be mediocre when I know that that whole show is not geared towards me anyways. Yeah, I I'd rather say, just watch the spots I want right. to watch and hear about the rest of it. So I'm up to speed on the pay-per-view. And then thankfully, WWE still does such an amazing job with their video packages mm-hmm. and pay-per-views. That I, I, even though I don't watch it, I know what's going on, right. and I can still invest in the pay-per-view matches. That's still their strength to me. Nobody puts on a pay-per-view no. like WWE does. Nobody does. No. They do it perfect. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've had a lot more experience. I think once AEW's production gets better, mm-hmm. and they work out some of these kinks, they're going to be right on par, because... But... I also recognize that it's on. I can't compare the two because AEW is geared more towards what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Not 100%. There's going to be stuff there I don't like too. Oh yeah, like I can the accept librarian. it. It's just. I guess basically at the end of at the end of the deal. See, I like the librarians. Minus the sh- the first time, I think they're fixing it. I want I want to see. I want these characters to work. I think the idea the I idea the I idea is excellent. Like the execution was poor. Yeah. That's how I feel about the librarians. But what I'm looking for in wrestling, I found in New Japan. That's what I'm looking for. It's there for me, so I'll enjoy the bits and pieces of the other stuff that I want to enjoy, and I'll skip the rest of it. Right. That's where I'm at these days. It's understandable. If there wasn't so much of it, it would be easier, but now there's too much good stuff to choose from. Right. So why am I wasting my time watching things I know I'm not going to like, and I should be using this, watching things I will like, and I'm a bigger wrestling fan because yeah. of it. I'm unjaded from where I was when we went to fast lane, and I'm so yeah. invested back in wrestling. Like I'm so stoked to go to all out, dude. Like I, am too. I was to the point like I wish we wouldn't have paid for the hotel because I almost don't want to go. To now the G1 has renewed my faith and yeah. made me realize what I need to do to keep enjoying wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I think AEW is gonna give me more of what I want. Me too. And if WW see that's for me is gonna be the turning point. Like, cause I still do like that cheesiness, but if I can get like it, some of it, uh, yeah, some yes. of it, like the twenty four seven most of that stuff. When it's, it's done well, be, yes. But and 
if AEW can give me that plus the good wrestling and kind of mix it in good storytelling like they have been, I mean, already, like the Sean Spears, Cody Rhodes storyline is fucking amazing. Especially when you sprinkle in the MJF stuff oh, yeah. and all the other little, it's, like, yeah. like oh, so awesome. Um, I'm so excited for All Out, dude. Oh, I am too. The Road to All Outs have been amazing. Yeah, I've watched all three so watch, far. Yeah, yeah I've watched I was all three. Say, of the them. contract signing this week. I really was... like that. That was my favorite of the episode mm-hmm. of the of the segments, I guess. Yeah. Just because I don't want to say episodes, but yeah, that yeah. story piece was my favorite. And then wait and mm-hmm. wait, and, just, and they're like, "Wait, we changed yeah. things." He's like, "You're seeing," and just goes. And so like, Cody doesn't even know what changed, and that he doesn't get his whole entourage. And I'm hoping that's going to play out at All Out or the pre-show yeah. or something, and we get to see more of that, mm-hmm. or maybe another road to All Out because I think they're doing one more before. Oh, they'll do it. Or three more. I was going to say they're more doing one a week. week. Yeah. Or they've been doing one a week. I think they. I don't think they're doing one the week of All Out though, because they're going to be prepping for all of them. Yeah. Or maybe they'll do like I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I mean, we haven't yeah. talked about SmackDown yet. Yeah, I do want to say on SmackDown's defense, mm-hmm. everything Kevin Owens does is gold. Mm-hmm. I could watch; he could be on all two hours of SmackDown. I'd probably watch the entire yeah. two hours of it. Oh yeah, officially changed the name to the Kevin Owens Show. Him and, and, and Sami Zayn was fun this weekend too. Yeah, or this Tuesday as well. And I, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure those are the only two things I saw on SmackDown that I liked. Yeah, I enjoyed a lot. Um, other than the matches but not the story the matches were telling but just the wrestling itself was good again there was yeah. good wrestling on Smackdown yeah. again this week yeah the women's stu- well the women's stuff again was I did not like stupid. this I know we no uh, fucking you have your number one contender get pinned yeah the fucking duh I just man there was okay. I want to this bring is, up another news this is and the, rumor. This is the part of the win loss that matters to me, though. Exactly. When you're the, you're trying to make this person look like they could actually beat your champion, mm-hmm. and they just lost clean. What the fuck? And I mean, I'll bring it up now instead of news and rumors. But apparently, Vince doesn't like Ember Moon. Yeah, I like, that's, that's I saw that too. I was going to bring that up, and and that's why she's basically then, kind of being treated so poorly. Why would you put her? Match. Right, why even then why even bother? First off, you've already had Bailey on Twitter telling mm-hmm. saying that he she'd face Trish at SummerSlam. Yep. And now you have Vince having her lose and all this like, what the fuck? Fuck you guys. This pisses me off. It's like I said, they've taken the women's division for being the thing I was most excited to because that mm-hmm. triple threat was the, the thing I most wanted to see at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, and me too. To now that I just don't, like, they treated the women so poorly now, I don't care. Yeah. They're not going to do another evolution, which sucks, because that was bullshit. my favorite pay-per-view of last year. Bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't just, maybe it wasn't my favorite pay-per-view of last year, but it was at least the best one of last year. They could easily sell out a 6,000-seat arena. Right, do it somewhere. on a takeover. It doesn't need to be on a WWE scale. Right. Do it on a takeover size exactly. level. You know, you can still make those things look good. Let the marks like us come out and enjoy it. Exactly. Because we're the ones that are probably paying for that shit anyways. Right. It's just a show that small where we're not bringing our kids to and like mm-hmm. we would a WWE show. Um, yeah. Dolph Ziggler versus Finn Balor I thought was a lot of fun and that finish. Match itself, wrestling, fantastic. Yeah. The story that they're trying to tell with it, I don't even know what the fuck they were trying to do. I don't, 
I mean, I get this afterwards, was just a ma- but... I was going to say, this was just a match for a match, I think. And then... See, but that's... I mean, that I, that's what, and I was saying this earlier too. We talked about this a little bit already, and it's one of the things that turned me off on SmackDown. Is like, pick one or the other, please. Yeah. Like you did all this stuff with the stories, trying to make a story in every match, even if it didn't make sense in a Raw, and then you turn around on SmackDown and fuck the stories. We're just yeah. kind of matches, brother. But the finish was fun. The finish was cool. Uh, lights flicker. Bray shows up. The fiend that the shows, fiend up, shows at, up at the top of the ramp and distraction, super kick. Ziggler gets the win. And Finn looked freaked the fuck out, and it was great. Yeah, he his facial expression did a really good job of selling mm-hmm. Bray being up on the stage. Yeah. I, I, I'm not that excited for their match at SummerSlam. Can I tell you why? Okay. Because I can't wait until Balor makes his return as the demon and we get that match when yeah. he comes back. That's why I'm not as excited about SummerSlam. Because I want that final payoff when it's the mm-hmm. Demon versus the Fiend. That's going to be sweet. I'm telling you, Bray's going to put Finn out. And then Bray's going to get a following. Do you Some people are going to let him in. Do you think we ever see Bray wrestle as his Mr. Rogers character? No. You think he only wrestles as the Fiend? Yeah. See, I wouldn't mind... Kind of uh, every once in a while, he tries to wrestle with Bray, and then he loses every time. Yeah, like he realizes, like it's eventually over time, not immediately. But yeah, this is one of those. This is one of those storylines that I hope they take wrestlers' advice with. If you think you're moving the storyline too slow, slow mm-hmm. it down. Yeah, because I could watch this Bray Wyatt stuff for the rest Years. of my life and mm-hmm. be cool because. He is one creative motherfucker. Yeah. An entertaining creative motherfucker. You can be creative and not entertain me. He can right. do both. He can. Um, Alish versus Nakamura was fun, too. Again, great match, but... Yeah. Story. Because we're going to get them on the pre-show for the IC title. Duh. That's why we had this match. So Ali could win, and they could <laughs> put him on the pre-show. Duh. You're going to win this match, and if you win this match against the Intercontinental Champion, then we're going to give you a match where if you win that match, then we'll give you an Intercontinental Championship match. I hate that shit so so much. If you beat the champion, then we'll give you a match for the championship at a different time. Yeah. And And it makes your champions look weak. Yes. And it doesn't help anybody. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I mean when I say 50-50 booking. Yeah. I don't mean that everybody at the end of the day, if you look at it over a year, wins 25 matches and loses 25 matches. Mm-hmm. Spread over a year, that's fine. It's when it's back-to-back like that, yeah. that you're not... You've got to let guys go on winning streaks to build some legitimacy that... Yeah. And then when that guy loses, it's a bigger deal. Did you not see the facial expressions when The Undertaker lost? Right. To... Uh, Lesnar, Mania? Well, look at... Uh, it's a fucking meme yeah. now. The one and, dude's a meme. Yeah. You know who they're doing? One, they're doing one champion right, though. And that's Kofi. He still has Yeah, not, they are doing Kofi well. I he think he's lost been, once. He's and lost once. like a tag match or yeah. something. I was going to say, he's lost once and he's only been pinned or submitted. Or, and he hasn't been pinned or submitted since. Right. Since he won the championship, championship. that's how you put. That's how exactly. That's how a championship look. But the problem. New Japan does a good job. But the problem was 
he was facing the U.S. champion, and then you made your U.S. Right. champion lose. Someone had to, someone more. right. Someone had to look weak in that. Why, why would you, you make either champion weak? And then if you right. wanted one of those guys to look weak, how, and here's the why thing. is he a fucking champion? Right. And here's the thing, like. It was supposed to be, the match was supposed to be, and what was announced was the New Day versus the club. Oh, okay. That's what the match was supposed to be coming into this. I didn't realize yeah. that. And then somehow it became Kofi versus well, AJ. They were rewriting the show as it was and, going. Yeah, so the New Day has all these titles. The club has all these titles. No one can fucking lose. Why make the matches? Why even do this? Right. Like, and if you're going to do it, then do something with it so it means something right then well then you do keep the club versus the new day yes and you pin xavier or anderson, anderson or gallows and or, after like not your champions right. not your united states or your wwe exactly champion. like and it has to be on shenanigans and and this was like this wasn't even shenanigans. I mean, there was a little bit, but not right. Not to cost him the match. It no, was right. For him, which was a fucking dope move. Trouble in Paradise. Yeah, that like, was cool. To the uh, as AJ was going for the forearm. Forearm. Yeah, that was, that was cool. Dope. I like that. Yeah, um, that was good. And then another weird thing, Roman. Yeah, was. Walking to the ring. You were telling me I didn't to, even know this happened. Yeah, he was supposed to give a SummerSlam opponent. And he was walking to the ring. And then this, like, big shelving unit type thing fell on him. It's because they don't know anymore, pushed. so they just did this. I got a rumor for who it's yeah. going to be, but... Well, yeah, I do too. We'll get to that. Yeah. But then they came out with news earlier today. I didn't that, see this. Um, it was a forklift driver. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Yeah, you did say that. Hit it. And it was an accident, over. right. Which then they might say that the forklift driver was that guy. Actually, I feel like that's just how they're going to not have to pay off the shelving getting knocked over on him. It was just a legit that accident that I happened. I really hope, yeah. I'm pretty confident that's where they're going with this. And this whole thing was just because they don't know what they're doing now yeah. for SummerSlam. So this buys them another week to figure it out. That's personally how I feel. I do too. Did you uh, watch 205 this week? Uh, I saw the highlights it was pretty good. from the Maverick, the unsanctioned Maverick. That was cool. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I enjoyed The whole episode was good, but last week's was better still. Nice. But it was fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Singh brothers might be one of the most underrated tag teams in all of the WWE right now, in my opinion. Oh, honestly. Yeah. They win, I mean, just those two separately. The Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. That. I think they had the opening... I think they had the opening match of 205 this week. Mm-hmm. Regardless, though, I mean, they just... They were the highlight of 205. Like, their match was the highlight yes. of 205, in my opinion. They were against Brian Kendrick and Akira Tozawa. And um, just, like... Their offense is on point. Their double teams are fantastic. I'm not a big fan of the Bollywood gimmick itself, but they could always switch their gimmick up a little bit. Um, they've got, but I do, I like the look though. They they have they, they've got the pink like Bret Hart used to do, so they definitely stand out because you don't have a lot of wrestlers wearing pink these days. Mm-hmm. And all in all, yeah, I like it. I thought it was I thought, nice. and their selling's really great too. Which I mean, we've known that from some of the shit with Lesnar and stuff. When Lesnar was feuding with um, 
uh, fucking Jinder Mahal and he was throwing the Singh brothers around and shit. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I, I thought they were good. Did you see NXT by chance? Okay, so here's the problem. The, um, they up well, we'll talk about it more. They updated the network and stuff. Yeah. And for some reason, it won't play. Like, oh. I click on it. It That's won't play. Weird. I fast forward. It won't play. I rewind. It won't play. Like it just keeps loading and loading. I've played other stuff on the network. And it's Works fine. fucking fine. Hmm. I've I not had know. that specific issue yet. So I did watch that. It was good too. Yeah. Um. I mean, I watched some of the stuff from with Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. I saw some clips from that, but other than that, I that's my recommended match of the week this week. Nice. For nice. WWE, at least. Yeah, I... Actually, that might even... No, 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 no. There was G1 matches. I was saying that might be it overall because yeah. TNA wasn't super great. But yeah, G1 this week was phenomenal, so yeah. of course it was. Right. Um, um, oh, and I did see the Tyler Breeze Fandango stuff. Oh, cool. Which was dope. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, it was like two and a half star, three star match. It was an average match. But then at the end, all three of the guys came in to beat up Tyler Breeze, and that's when Fondago right. showed up. And right. yeah, he came out and came to the rescue, and mm-hmm. he's looking a little swole too, man. Fondago got in shape while he was gone. Oh yeah, he was fucking. But hurt. dude, I was stoked enough just to have Tyler Breeze to have Fashion Police together, and NXT is gonna be sweet. And then I haven't caught UXT or UXT UK. UXT, that's what they should. Yeah, be. I haven't caught UK yet because. I never do by the time we record. The, I always watch on Saturdays. Um, we record on Fridays. But yeah. I did see that Tyler Bate jumps Walter. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of yeah. cool. That they it's apparently that's that going to be. for the UK uh, takeover. Nice. I assumed that was going to be, but I hadn't seen confirmation. So the first and third United Kingdom champions will wrestle each other. Mm-hmm. Tyler Bate. Yep. And then I think. He's, this belt has a good history yeah. so far. And then I think they have him and uh, Trent have the same fate as Pete Dunne. They're coming up to next. Me too. Yeah. I agree. Um, I feel like, though, in the UK division in particular, they finally were like, okay, we've got someone to take the belt off Done. Finally, mm-hmm. we can give it to Walter, and we can get done over to right. WWE proper like we've been wanting to do. And everybody's like, sweet, we finally found the guy that we feel confident to take it from Pete Dunne. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, but whoever takes it from Walter, fuck. Yeah. Oh, I have no clue fuck. who takes it from Walter. No I mean, it depends whatsoever. on it depends on how you want to look at it. Because even if you look at, like, progress-type mm-hmm. stuff, Trent Seven's a contender at that level. Yeah. Tyler Bates legitimate, although we know that they're both going. But well, he already beat Trent Seven, too. Yeah. So, yeah, all three of them. And Coffee couldn't get through Dunn, so Coffee doesn't stand a no. chance. And in my opinion, he's the next guy the only in, thing, NXT, or in UK. The only thing I think you think of is you bring the only one right now. But, I mean, I think he holds it for a year or at least anyway. But, Dakojevic. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, unless they take somebody from NXT over to UK to I'm do saying. it. That's 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 I could see some of those guys doing yeah. it. Um, Keith Lee, yeah. Kojvic. Right. Uh, Even give Cassius. What are they calling? Um, yeah, Ono. Uh, Honestly, Cassius Ono would be cool because it would give him a little bit more legitimacy. 
Yeah, that's true. And then he whatever they're calling punishment, Martinez these days. I can't think of his uh, name. Yeah, Damien Priest. Damien Priest. Priest. That's yeah, it. that's it. Uh, I can see him yeah. doing that too. So, right. all right, well, buds, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Yeah. This is the commercial. For the whole commercial. I'm gonna scratch my beard. It's like an ASMR. Just a guy scratching his beard. I hope you buds out there have enjoyed me scratching my beard. Peace out, bud. All right, welcome back, buds. Welcome back. Uh, now we're going to talk about number 26, Jake the Snake Roberts. Yep. So, uh, my match was old. What was yours? When was yours? 80-something. Uh, same time frame-ish? Yeah. Well, I don't know when my second match was either, so I guess I'll go first for this one. You go first for Cena. Sure. Uh, Jake the Snake. I ended up watching Jake the Snake wrestle Andre the Giant for two reasons. One, because some crazy things happened at work and messed my whole week up. And secondly, because I was trying to watch a match between Jake the Snake and... Fuck, I already forgot who. The one you texted? Yeah. And while I started watching it, and I texted BJ that I was going to watch it, and then I had to stop, and by the time I went back, the network had updated, and it wiped out all my stuff, and now I can't find Saturday Night Main Event on the network to watch the match again. Macho Man. Macho Man. And who that was probably a five-star classic. It's probably, probably Jake the Snake and Macho Man. Yeah. Um, the Andre match was not that good. It was... A little later in Andre's, not super late, mm-hmm. but a little later, enough that you could tell the difference. Yeah. Um, but not so much it was painful to watch, but that he's starting to slow down a little bit. But I've seen enough Jake the Snake matches over the years to know how fucking good this guy is in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but where he really shines is his promos. I probably watched, you, you said it last week, we're going to go down the rabbit hole. I probably watched 25 different Jake the Snake promos this week. Yeah, I watched quite a few. Oh, they're so good, dude. Mm-hmm. He never has to raise his voice and yet can terrify you like he's screaming at you at the same time. He's so calm and, yeah, it's nuts. I think if, could you imagine, like, Triple H, if he took that same approach with already having, like, the cerebral assassin in the ring and then having Mm -hmm. that cerebral approach out, like, man, I think that could have taken Triple H to a whole nother fucking level. Yeah. But nonetheless, um... Yeah, Jake the Snake is legit one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, Me too. In the ring and out of the ring. Uh, as a kid, I loved him. As an adult, I still love the man. I'm so, so happy that he's sober and clean and still with us now. And, um, oh, fuck, is it hard to put him on this list? Mm-hmm. Can I just have, like, a top tie for everybody at the top? Because, like, I don't know where he goes. He's as good, if not better, than Rick Rude and Guerrero and Jericho and Ben. Like, they're all so different in so many ways. That's what makes it hard is that Mm -hmm. it's like comparing apples and oranges. 
We'll figure it out later, but he's in the top ten. He's probably number one because yeah, he out of all of these, he's my favorite. Like I like him more than anybody still on the yeah. list to, that I could rate as far as personal liking. Like you know, Jericho's the only one that comes close on that level, Me and too. then probably Edge third, and Orton's tied because I like Orton a lot too. Right. Um, Me too. And then everybody else, and then dead last on that list would be Benoit, obviously, but that's a different story altogether. Correct. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. I will say, just about the match, what didn't uh-huh. suck, Jake can sell, like, nobody's fucking business, mm-hmm. and he definitely sold for Andre. Like, nobody could say he didn't, because he fucking okay. sold for him, but everybody sold for Andre. <laughs> How was your match, BJ? Um, I, it had to be better than mine. Yeah, so mine was versus... Uh, Jake the Snake versus Leaping Lanny Poffo. Which cool. I wish you would have watched the Macho Man because then we would have watched against that's Brothers. That, I know. If I could have found it, I right? would have watched like, it. That's why, that's why I, I picked that's the why Lanny Poffo watched one. Um, so, Lanny Poffo interests me in this match. Because okay. I remember his genius stuff and mm-hmm. he was really good in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, did all that, but he did even more high flying. Oh, really? In this, when he was leaping, Lanny. Um, except there was one spot where I thought he was going to die. Oh. Um, he jumped. He was in the ring. Jake was out. He jumped to the top rope and was going to die. Jump on Jake. Mm-hmm. Well, he slipped on the rope. Oh. And I, yeah, he. I couldn't. You couldn't see how he landed, but he looked like he was gonna land head first. Glad he did. So <laughs> right, it was bad. Yeah. Um, but no, Jake. I remember Jake. He was always like he. Him and Randy Orton have that in in similarity. Yes. Where no wasted movement exactly. and everything yeah. is so smooth and ring. And yeah, you're it right. Is. I think um, Orton was a big fan of Jake the Snake too. I do by the too. way, he moves around and well, yeah, and slithers, the Viper. Slithers is kind does. of the word exactly. that is that's perfect. And it, yeah, both, and it of, them. Is. both yeah. of them. And that's but he uh, Jake did it better. Um, I agree. So no, I agree with you. He's to me, yeah, it's between him and Jericho, right? For number one, yeah, because um, he's. I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll put him above Rude. Mm-hmm. Just because overall yeah. I was a bigger fan of Jake's than I was of Rick Rude's. I should, mm-hmm. was supposed to be. Rick Rude was a heel. So, I mean, Jake was right. for a while too, but Jake did both. But, and I've already talked about this match, and if you mm-hmm. guys uh, want to hear about mm-hmm. it, you can in the Bud Kives. They're free. Oh, yeah. Uh, I watched Rick Martell and his match take on Jake the Snake Roberts, yeah. and they were both blindfolded. And that was a good match. They can have a good match blindfolded. You can't tell me Jake the Snake's not good. Um, oh, and he let the snake loose on nice. Poffo after the match, which was fun. Nice. It's always fun to see. Oh, yeah. But I did not see Damien against Andre. Mm-hmm. Oh. News and rumors? Uh, yeah. Let me uh, switch. I don't back. have many, so as always. Sure. I'll knock mine out the way. Yeah. Um, so we kind of already talked about it a little bit, but... The rumors are that Roman Reigns' opponent for SummerSlam mm-hmm. could be one Mr. Daniel Bryan, according to the Wrestling yeah. Observer. 
I saw that. Um, that could be dope. He was driving the, the forklift. Mm-hmm. Duh. You're right. So hopefully, um, and that could be like. What sucks is there's no build up to it. Like there's that's gonna fall next week. We're gonna find out it was Daniel. That Sunday we're gonna have the match. Yep. Like that. Fuck that. That sucks. I wish it was longer because the story they could tell be like, because Daniel Bryan was like, would be perfect because he built up to be the face of the company. WrestleMania 30, he was the face of the fucking company. That's still one of my favorite moments that I've watched in wrestling, dude. Yeah, ever. Yeah. It was phenomenal. And he earned that. Like, he, he... Worked. Worked and clawed and, I mean, the Yes Movement was what it was. Like, it was the Yes Movement. It Daniel Bryan took over mm-hmm. and um, then when he got injured, that went to Roman yeah. and he didn't earn it. Right. So, like, it's just the perfect story. The story could be so good, but it's... The, and maybe. now they're going to, yeah. Um, I've also got that WWE will be adhering to the brand split come October once the SmackDown yeah. moves over to I saw that uh, Fox. That'll be make it more enjoyable. And agreed. Um, and that uh, there won't be any shakeup or drafts mm-hmm. or anything. They'll just whatever they're gonna fucking do. Going back to okay, so kind of mix this with that. So there was three. Uh, Raw people or groups or whatever on SmackDown this mm-hmm. week, and or in matches, right? So two of them were already losing, so that's why the rumor is that's why Ember got pinned. Oh, was because that's stupid. He did Vince didn't want Bailey to get pinned, but he didn't want the Raw people to lose either. So that's why Ember took the pin. That's dumb as. Fuck. Isn't it? Fuck. Vince um, is fucking delusional. Uh, I think we've already talked about it, but um, Meltzer reported that the SmackDown Live team was still writing the show in well into the second hour of the show. Yeah. It showed, in my opinion, by the way SmackDown was this week. Uh, Meltzer also notes that there were only minor changes made to Monday Night Raw this, this week by McMahon. Mm-hmm. Whereas SmackDown was a complete and total rewrite, and I didn't enjoy SmackDown, and I thought that Raw was pretty decent, so maybe that should tell yeah. McMahon something. See, and I I was okay with SmackDown, and I thought Raw was really good. So, I mean, it's an opinion to where they rated with each other, we agree. Yeah. It's just yeah. where we thought they stood overall, we disagree on, but right. yeah. And it's because Raw was the better show yeah. this week. Well, and I also had, so... Raw? That's actually the last thing I have. Okay. Well, then, Raw, uh, with the ratings this week, Raw lost 750,000 yeah, people. Something. And SmackDown only lost 500,000. My thought is, because Raw was so good, SmackDown didn't lose, lose as, as many. much. That's a good possibility. Um, the thing is, you can't judge one show's quality based upon the other because they don't have anything to do with each other but they maybe should but they don't I also saw I guess I did I don't have this but I mean Mm -hmm. I have it Um, 
that during the time frame that Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live were stopping matches for commercial breaks, mm-hmm. during that time frame, the WWE saw an increase of 3 to 5% in their viewership. Huh. That immediately went away as soon as they s- started having matches during breaks again. So maybe there are still some casual fans that like the matches stopping for the commercial breaks. Or like 17 two out of three falls matches on their Monday Night Raw. Um, okay, well then I'll start into all my experiments. <laughs> uh, so I found out the Grand Wizard, he's born here. In in Canton. Canton. Oh, in Canton. Canton. I yeah. did not know that. Uh, someone posted a picture on Reddit. Um, apparently one of uh, oh. the cemeteries. I don't know which one, but... Hmm. He's buried. Um, How about that? So that's pretty dope. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, Umberto Carrillo got married. I did see that. Yeah. They're he had a nice... Make, uh, he had a good promo package. Yeah. They're going to make... Beautiful, beautiful bagels. People. Yeah, I saw. I saw pictures of both of them. Like, they're they're gonna both be. Uh, they people. are both absolutely beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, they did a good video package for him on two hundred five this week. It really makes me feel like he's gonna be one of the next contenders for the cruiserweight championship. So, because we don't know who that is since Canellis lost to Rockstar Spud, so we still don't know who the number one contender is for the cruiserweight championship. It's true. But they did make it seem like it was Umberto, so... Which you, Buds, all know I'm super fine with. Yeah. Um, What else you got for us, BJ? I don't have much WWE. It's awful. So, I thought there was a fun little exchange this week between uh, Dominic Djokovic and Taz. Did you see this? I saw the very final outcome of it, but okay. nothing else. So basically... I don't know what, the, what started it or yeah. anything. Basically, Dominic... Um, I'm assuming he used the Taz mission? No. He oh. asked on Twitter. He asked on Twitter. He added... Like public, publicly? Publicly. Oh, yeah, he should have just his DMs Taz. for that. So... That's how Taz replied. He's like, no, this should be more of a private matter. Or, yes, I care. Like, he asked, and he says, actually, I actually care very much. I appreciate you asking asking me. On Twitter and a public forum is not the right way for this discussion to happen. Privately is the proper way. And then... um, Here's my first thought is, I I guess I agree with that, because I do. That's a... Mm-hmm. He should have slid in the DMs for that. But secondly, and this yeah. might be where this is going, I don't know. And maybe someone's already said it. Um, I might have read this and don't okay. remember. But when the like, it's a fucking wrestling move. I don't need to ask for fuck that. That's dumb. It's Taz's move. Though. Fuck Taz. I'm just saying. And then it's it's the it's the right like if someone invented a move, it's the right thing to do <sighs> until it becomes popular. And this would be the first person using the Taz mission. I just, it's but so then he got back. If they didn't let each other use moves, there'd be no more fucking wrestlers because nobody would have any moves to do. I'm just saying, it's dumb. Um, but Dijavik responded, said, "Thank you for the response. I have no way to privately contact you. I do not have your phone number, and as of this moment, I cannot DM you. I just opened up 
opened my DMs and followed you to facilitate this process. And because I think you have to be following each other. I believe so. Yeah, I don't think you can send through Twitter unless both of you follow each yeah, other. Something like because you can follow someone without them knowing right. and caring. Maybe I don't. If know. they don't, it may we may be completely wrong about that. So then I don't apparently, ones yeah. with so I don't know. But then so apparently after that they got together mm-hmm. and Taz uh, gave him the okay to do it, and then he posted. Well, actually, Dominic. After that, he posted the pic or the video of him doing it. Oh, okay. And then Taz tweeted later that he. Said That's what I saw was yeah, Taz's final final tweet that he said it was okay. So. Yeah, I, I didn't know about the other stuff. So. Yeah. Hmm. I thought it was pretty interesting. It's a neat little thing, but yeah, I don't. I yeah. just I don't buy into the whole asking for permission to use a move. Right. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. I. I understand it from the point of view of Taz did invent that move, mm-hmm. and it's Taz's move, right? And that it's the respectable thing to do, exactly. But I, I mean, that would be like you know, Austin didn't ask Luthez to use the Luthez press, right? But he still did it. Yeah. No, and I get that. And that wasn't like, a popularized move. That right. wasn't. You didn't see a lot of guys do a yeah. Luthez press. But I get that. But, I do like that move too. Yeah. That's a good move overall. I just don't. And Austin did it so well. But like... I just think... I mean, it is the respectful thing to do, I think. I, I From that point, I do get it. And... Mm-hmm. But like... Like, Taz expecting it... That's what... So I much. guess that's what bugs me, yeah. is that he felt like he was owed that. And I'm like, it's a sign of respect. Right. But no, man. Yeah, it's a fucking wrestling move. Right. Get over yourself, exactly. dude. Come on. Yeah. But, don't demand the respect. But like, if it was me... I probably would have done probably the same thing as Dakojevic had done it publicly, having no other means to do so at that exactly. point in time. But I probably would have still asked just because I love the wrestling business and would want to show that yeah. respect to someone that I could give that respect to. Exactly. But at the same time, I don't think I'd beat myself up if I, you know, hit somebody with a tombstone and didn't check it with The Undertaker first. Right. So. Right. I mean, that's a bad example, actually, because yeah. the but he, and he also wants to use it. I mean, he also wants to use it for his finishing move too, which is is it the Taz mission? Is that the move he took? Is the yeah. Taz mission? Yeah, he's going to use. I didn't realize Taz invented that. I thought that was just his. It name was an MMA. It. it was like an MMA type. Right, that's what I thought. Is it was a legit like chokehold or yeah. whatever, and he that he adapted it. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what when I he's thought. the first one to do it in, in wrestling. Okay. See, that's um, what I thought. I didn't. I thought that was like a legit hold that he just renamed the Taz mission yeah. and didn't lock in for real, basically. Right. So, yeah, that's neat though. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that and that's why I think too. it's even more. Yeah, good deal. So, that doesn't always happen with Taz. I know he's a bit yeah, odd in how he feels about things sometimes. So, mm-hmm. what a great wrestler though. Yep. Still bullshit the way WWE treats him. And Taz him, even but... said he is a talented guy with a bright future, best of luck. Yeah. So I bet you what happened was he sent him some video clips and showed him doing the Taz mission. Actually, knowing Taz, I wouldn't be surprised if Taz went out of his way to look at or clips of that. True. Because Taz is a big yeah. fan of wrestling still, too. Well, I bet there wasn't. Yeah, I bet well, he wanted to see him use the... Well, of the Taz mission, yeah, I'm sure Dakojevic mm-hmm. said that to him, but I'm saying right. as far as just the like clips himself, I'm sure Taz went and checked the kid out because Taz is a huge mm-hmm. wrestling fan, too. Yeah. 
still does kind of upset me that WWE wasted him when they brought him from ECW, but whatever. WWE's been good at that over the years. Yeah. Not properly using talent. Uh, what else you got for us, PJ? Former Motor City Machine Gun uh, tag team member Chris Saban was a guest coach at the Performance Center. And I saw pictures. Saw some pictures of him there yeah. too on social media, which was neat. I like when they do this that they bring other people yeah. in, and you know, um, I heard him talking about somewhat. I forget where I saw it or listened to it. Maybe it was ENC or maybe. It was I don't know, something I heard or listened to or watched or something, but it was talking about, um, oh, how, like, people that just go to NXT, you know, they're only learning from this set of coaches, this blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, they try to go out of their way to bring in different ideas. why I like New Japan's system of making their um, Mm -hmm. dojo wrestlers go on an excursion to either the Mm -hmm. U.S., Mexico or Europe and, and right. wrestle there for three years before they can come back to New Japan. Yeah. I think that's I I think it's smart. That way you know at least two different styles of wrestling. Exactly. You know the Japanese style and you know another style. Right. And you can merge on them. I think that's one of the reasons that New Japan is so entertaining is because of all those mixes of styles and you've mm-hmm. got some people that have got Japanese and Mexican backgrounds and then you get Gaijins going over who have American and Mexican backgrounds right. and have Canadian and German backgrounds or whatever the fuck oh, it yeah. is. And now with, I mean, everything in wrestling as big as it's getting and everybody's everywhere. It's like the British scene's everywhere now. It's not just in the UK anymore. It's all over oh, the yeah. fucking world. I mean, look at all Os- the scenes are everywhere now and it's awesome. Yeah. Osprey's, I mean, look at Osprey. He's arguably their second biggest star. Right. Full-time star. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. So, um, yeah. Uh, WWE, why? I think I got oh so there's been some Drake Maverick uh, you know everyone's scared to pre- uh, pin the tag yeah or the pregnant lady and he says I have no shame no remorse no fear I will pin a pregnant woman to become 24-7 champion again yes I tweeted that <laughs> I did see that I thought that was pretty and then fun. His wife replied that, uh, oh, yeah, you'll get a, on top of a pregnant lady for three seconds, but you won't sleep with me. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. It's pretty good. I caught that. That was fun. Um, what else? Uh, we already said a couple of the uh, rumored SummerSlam matches. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Goldberg, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. There's also possible plans for... Four, of, yeah, fatal four-way women's tag team match mm-hmm. between the double iconics. Did you say these? No. Okay, Mandy and Sonya, Bliss and Cross, and then the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kyrie. So. Yep. And Drew Gulak versus Oni Larkin. We, sorry, we started to talk about the women, and I was going to talk about that, oh, but then yeah. we got off topic, and I forgot, and yeah. we never came circle back to it. So, yeah, um, which works, because yeah. we got it here, right. so it's still covered. And then Drew Gulak versus Oni Lurkin for the Cruiserweight Championship. Yep. Which would be fun. Yeah, that'll be cool. And Drew McIntyre versus Cedric Alexander. Which, I mean, they've kind of been teasing that one already, mm-hmm. so. For sure. For what, two or three weeks now, yeah. whatever it was when Alexander pinned him. Yeah. It was like three weeks ago, maybe. Um. 
then also uh, Rachel Evers, mm-hmm. aka Rachel Ellery, mm-hmm. uh, tore her ACL. I saw that she was hurt, but didn't see what happened to her. She tore her ACL on Saturday. She'll be out for a bit. Yeah. They just changed her name again, too. 3-6. 3-6, I think. She just changed, they just changed her name from Rachel Evers back to Rachel Ellerly Mm. in Hmm. WWE before she got hurt, too, not too long ago. Anything else? Um, Yeah. WWE-wise, I got two more. Okay. And I got tons of, like, AEW and shit. Okay. Then we need to get moving here. Okay. Uh, going insanely long. <laughs> the Ronda Rousey and Devon Dudley and Travis Brown, whatever Ronda Rousey's dude husband's yeah. name is, they put out this fake movie trailer oh. called Tables. Okay. And it's like a horror movie type thing okay. where tables are possessed and are attacking, and they're it's like a zombie movie only they're tables basically. Okay. And it's, that could be fun. And Rhonda Devon and Ronda's Travis dude. Brown or whatever is yeah. That could be fun. Going after the tables. That could be a good yeah. time. Devon, get the tables. It's, it's hilarious. It's a three minute watch. It's good. I'll have to check that out. Um. Last week, huh? I said the butts should too. Yeah, definitely. Um, Defiant Wrestling yeah, has closed that. their doors. Yeah, I saw that they're done. They were WCPW. It was the what culture stuff that mm-hmm. they tried to do. Yep. But yeah, they're officially closed. So yeah. Wrestle Circus last week, this this week. Mm-hmm. It happens. Well, I mean, especially right now with WWE that have bought up everything they have and now AEW going and stuff. All the talent's mm-hmm. being pulled and there's... Just less so, talent yeah. to go around, so right. yeah. Um, and Jim Smallman is officially leaving progress. I didn't after see that. Chapter 100. I did not see that. So I think Chapter 100 is right around Christmas time. Um, but yeah, he'll be wrapping up. I don't know if he's probably going to go. I bet you he's going to go work for WWE Maybe. or NXT mm-hmm. or NXT UK, what have you. That's my thought. I like Smallman, so I hope I he. I hope he has a good career. Yeah, I hope he finds some whatever he's looking for and I mean, gets progress, some out somewhere. Progress is what got us to branch out. To other stuff, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and it's his baby, pretty much. I mean, that other guy. Right. Um, so, a bunch of AEW stuff. Um, first off, the first TNT show. Tickets went on sale today. Okay. And they sold out in two hours. I'm surprised it took two hours. Yeah. Uh, this is in D.C., right? Correct. Capital One? Was it like 12,000, like 13,000? Something like that. That's decent then. Two hours is still good for 13,000 people or so. Yeah. And some of the resales are already going upwards four or 500 bucks. Like, of course. Um, at that show, they announced the few matches... Um, Cody Rhodes will be facing Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. That would be a good match. Uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks will be facing Chris Jericho. I saw that, yeah. And two mystery, two mystery opponents, which Jericho has said apparently are not active members of the AEW roster. Yeah. And then he also said they were Ralphus and. I hope it's Ralphus. Is Ralphus still alive? I think so. I, I got so. this. You you keep going. I got Ralphus. I am. 
Um, I gotta find out. Yeah. And then they're also going to award their first ever women's championship. Yeah, I saw that as well yesterday, I think. Yeah. So, um, so that'll be dope. Seems like it's gonna be a good show. Yeah, sold out quick. I'm excited. I'm so stoked. That crowd's gonna be so fucking hype. Um, Most likely. Yeah. They don't get hype. They stay hype. Yeah. And so, and also, MJF is the best. Like, we keep saying this, but yeah, MJF is, that he is totally the best. Yeah, he is. Um, he is. Ralph is alive. That's to both of those. Ralph is still alive, and yes, MJF is one yeah. of the best. So, he is going to have a meet and greet at StarCast. Mm-hmm. It is $150 to meet MJF. That's a, that's a deal. That's a that's a steal. The note on it. StarCast was legally obligated to offer this meet and greet for Mr. Friedman on Friday from noon to 3 p.m. Mr. Friedman demanded to charge fans more money for his meet and greet than any other superstar at StarCast. As he should. Mr. Freeman also required us to share this disclaimer verbatim. No touching or direct eye contact. Any infractions will be subject to an additional tax to be determined by Mr. Freeman. In theory, this should include your photo with MGF, MJF and an autograph on your item or our 8x10. Good luck. Yeah, I feel like those are rules you should already know and that should not need to be right. disclaimered anywhere. No. Uh, but what a deal! Only 150 how, bucks, dude. Dude, like that's the steal of the century. It's so good. That is such a good deal um, to meet MJF. I know to stand that's next true. to greatness. That's true. A pitcher, yeah. dude. <laughs> that is so good. Okay, CM Punk's 149 dollars, and then MJF's 150. That makes my day. That's so good. And then like people are getting. At, people are like legit pissed about it. Good. And they're supposed it's to be. great. Some guy said, Glad to see you're using it, the MJF gimmick for a fucking joke to rip people off. It's a bullshit scam. Maybe people actually want to meet him that don't have 150 to throw away on a joke. This will be my third star cast and my last if you're going to pull BS like this. Good. We don't want you to star cast anyways. MJF's response? Not my fault. You're poor. <laughs> <laughs> it's not <laughs> exactly. Like, That's awesome, <laughs> dude. MGF's yeah, he's the best he heel is. in the business. He is. He's the future of this business. I don't care who you are. And you like, know, you know what makes me so happy about why he's so good is he's just yeah. doing old school shit. It still exactly. fucking works. It still fucking works. Exactly. Goddamn marks. And yeah, to me, he's fucking marks. He's Roddy Roddy Piper and the Million Dollar Man mixed into one. Yeah. Like, that's where he is. Or could be, I guess I should say. He also posted a picture of uh, him and, uh, for, because this, oh, this was the four year anniversary of Roddy Piper's death. And yeah. he posted a picture of, like, Roddy Piper with, like, a shadow with a crown over it and then a little MJF. With a shadow, with a crown over it, like yeah, he um because that's I mean he was on you can tell that's where he he was on Jericho's podcast I told you about mm -hmm. and he talks 
a lot about how uh, influential Piper was oh, on yeah. him. And he's not wrong. I mean, Piper's, Piper's hugely influential to Piper's a lot the, of wrestlers. Yeah. RH. He's you know, the best pure heel ever. Maybe ever. Yeah. Great fighter. Yeah. But they're different kinds they're of different heels, kinds. though. Because Flair was the I, cocky, so I, I high fine, big mouth, wheeling and dealing. Mm-hmm. Piper was just a badass. Yeah. I mean, his line, his most famous movie quote is the line that best describes Roddy Piper mm-hmm. at the same time. I came here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, mm-hmm. and I'm all out of bubble gum. Yeah. So good. good. What else you got for us, BJ? Uh, I ain't good. Oh. What's next? Oh, G1 real quick. We got a G1 update. Oh, yeah. We are now through night 12. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, night 10, we saw Tomohiro Ishii go over Juice Robinson. Uh, we saw Jeff Cobb defeat Taichi. Jay White defeat Shingo. Hiroki Goto went over Toriano. And John Moxley picked up the win over Tetsuyo Naito, which yep. not a surprise there. Not at all. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, night 11, uh, Ibushi beat Fale. Mm-hmm. Okada beat Lance Archer. Tana, ta, Tanahashi. Tanahashi. Wow. Tanahashi. It's because I'm used to saying it's super sexy. Super stupid sexy. Stupid sexy. Stupid, stupid super Jesus sexy. Christ. Tanahashi. But yeah, he beat evil. He's sexy. Yeah. And then uh, Saber beat Osprey and Sonata beat Kenta. That match was fun. Yeah. Sonata and Kenta, dude, they had a good match. That's a, a highly yeah, recommended one for me. Both that one up. <laughs> I fully did not expect Sonata to go over there, so. Right. Um. And then uh, night 12, which was just last night for BJ, or yesterday for BJ mm-hmm. and I, uh, Jeff Cobb picked up another win against Shingo. Uh, Naito picked up the win over Juice in a really fun match, too. I enjoyed their match. Um, the main event was Goto and Ishii, and man, like, this is probably my favorite Hiroki Goto match ever, nice. was this match against Ishii. I'm not a big fan of Goto, but, mm-hmm. I mean, he's facing Ishii, so what do you expect? Right. Um, as far as comedy goes, my best, my favorite comedy match of the G1, Moxley and Yano, uh, Yano picked up the win and spoiled Moxley's, and I don't know how neither of us saw this coming sooner. I know. It's such an obvious clue. As soon as the match started, I realized it. Dude, I realized it, like, because I was thinking about it, because I was looking forward to it, and I'm, like, right before bed, like that, you know, last things you're thinking of before bed, and I'm like, oh, shit. Yano's totally beating Moxley. Like, mm-hmm. duh. Do I want to get up because I'm like really close to going to sleep and change my pick or not? I felt like I, like, ah, I no. felt like I was. It was too late because the match hadn't started, but mm-hmm. the show I had already started watching the show, and I felt right. like. But I knew during the entrances I realized that Moxley was going to lose. Yeah, the, I'm so pissed. But then. The look on Shooter's face of like, I told you you were going to fall for his dumb shit was just priceless. <laughs> it was so fucking right. good. And the uh, press conference. Did you see that? I have not yet. I heard about it today, but I did not see it because I was just so beat last night. As I told you, I've had some crazy hours. He's going to so. show up at Yano's house and when he doesn't, when he doesn't know what's coming, he's going to pop out of a fucking birthday cake. 
<laughs> All giant, I know is that Moxley's break. next match on Sunday is mm-hmm. Jay White. Sunday. I'm so glad I'm not Jay White. No, that's true. Oh right. my yeah. god, Jay's going to kill Jay White. Yeah. So in the A block, we have Okada with the, still the perfect 12 points mm-hmm. of 6 and 0. Oh. I think it's changing. I, I don't can either. sell you. Uh, yeah. We have, already went ahead. Yeah. Uh, I have. Yeah, I've actually mm-hmm. picked Okada to win every match. for the, I picked a few matches out that yeah. I think are going to happen. I saw that. The yeah. obvious ones. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you on all of them. All the ones I think were obvious picks, I've already picked. So, mm-hmm. uh, including Juice going over Moxley on the last day, because I still think yep. that's going to happen. That's going to be his two losses. Because um, I feel like Juice is then going to get another win over Moxley on the day of the finals in a mid-card match and win the U.S. Championship back because I'm still pretty sure Moxley's done. He's This is it for his Japan run, just like he said. Yeah. I don't well, know. I'm you just... have one in the B-block. Juice now. Is that how that'll... That's how I'm thinking. I don't know if he's going to... I think I don't think Juice is going to beat Okada, obviously, but I'm thinking Juice is going to win the B-block now is what I'm starting to think. How many points is he at? Six, and Moxley's at ten, so he's still in the running. Because Moxley lost. Well, then Moxley would have to lose. Because he's already got White. He's got three matches left, doesn't? Oh no, they have already wrestled six. He's got Jay White, somebody else, and so I might have to change my things to change that. But anyways, I haven't looked at all the matches. Yeah. So A block standings: Okada with twelve, Kenta and Ibushi have eight. Evil and stupid, sexy Tanahashi have six. I almost fucked his name up again. Um, and then eliminated officially, Lance Archer, Will Ospreay, and Sonata, and Zack Sabre Jr. at four points, and Bad Luck Fale at two points have been eliminated in the A block. Goto's his other match. That's okay. Ooh, I'll have to think about so that. So you have to either lose to Goto or Jay White. It'll probably be for Goto or White. Because then that would mean Juice and Moxley would both be going in with 12. Yes, that's true. But with Moxley's loss, nobody is technically eliminated in the B block yet. Uh, Moxley has 10 at 5-1. And, and then all coming in at 3-3, three and three, Juice Robinson, Tomohiro Ishii, Toriano, Shingo, Naito, Goto, Jeff Cobb, and Jay White are all 3-3 three and three with 6 points. And then we have Tai Chi dead last with 4 at 2-4. and four, But he technically isn't out of it. But he's, he's going to be, so... Um. Because he has two wins, so he could still win by tiebreaker, technically. But Moxley has to lose out, and a lot of other things really have to go his way for Tai Chi to win. But he's still technically in it. So what if? Uh, so there's still five people left in the A block that could win, and all ten in the B block can still win after six matches. Dude, what if Yano won? He could. I know, I'm just saying. And he holds the tiebreaker over Moxley now. God, how good. As crazy as that wins. Yano versus Okada, Okada for the championship. That's just for, yeah, for the finals. I I've know. been a big fan of the way the crowd's been coming around, and is really in this tournament in particular, come around on Sonata. Yeah. Uh, he's getting cheered as loud as Okada or, you know, Tanahashi or anybody else. It's been awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, John Cena. You can't see him. So, alright. Yeah, my match was John Cena versus Edge. For the record, uh-huh. I also watched this match. 
Yeah. You told me it was, and I'm like, I've never seen this one. I have to go back and check it out, and it was totally worth my time. Fuck yeah. Such a good fucking match. John Cena versus Edge, Unforgiven, 2006, TLC match. Fuck, man, this was good. Here's the, like, the storytelling in this match. It was phenomenal. So, John Cena, uh, has never had never been in a TLC match yep. before. Edge has been in a shit ton. Yeah. John Cena's obviously never won one. Edge at this point in his career had never lost a TLC match. Going into it. And you can see at the beginning, John Cena's kind of like timid with the weapon. Yes. And he doesn't want to use them or he does he forgets they're there and he like realizes and but he doesn't he kind of always conflicted like he doesn't want to use them. Good guy John Cena. And it was so good. And then the best is, you know, John Cena has his five moves of doom. And I love the fact that he did um like he used them to use the weapon. Right. Like he did a uh AA to the ladder. On top of Edge. Right. And then um, he did the five knuckles. That was, that was one the of the ladder. funniest parts, in my opinion, was him yeah. doing the AA when <laughs> Right. <laughs> and, like, and then the STFU through the ladder. Like, he just did basically his five moves. But with, with the weapons somehow involved yeah. with them, yeah. And then, you know, towards the end of the match, Lita gets involved and tries to take out yeah. Cena. And he starts turning into Super Cena. And there's two tables set up which I loved when the one table got knocked down he just like puts it up <laughs> and then walks away it was so good like why was he doing that and so, yeah um, now we know and then yeah the finish or the finish came where or yeah Lita got involved took out Cena they put the tables back up finished the two of them top of the ladder John Cena just looks conflicted Gets Edge up on his shoulders and looks down on the tables and lets him go. Yep. And he goes through both the tables off the ladder. Cena, disgusted with himself, reaches up and grabs the title. To Such win. a good match. It might be the best John Cena match I've ever watched, honestly. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of good Cena matches, but I mean, wow. this is, to me, this is up there with him versus AJ. Anybody that, you know... Like, legit thinks that John Cena can't wrestle needs to go back and watch this mm-hmm. match and then tell me John Cena can't wrestle because yeah. this match was he might have his five moves but man this was good yeah god damn and yeah so where's he going on your list BJ he's number one like he's John fucking Cena um he's been he was the thing that held that company together for well over a decade yep Longer than almost any other big run on top. Hogan comes, I mean, uh, WW, you know, WrestleMania days. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, Hogan comes close with eight, nine years, but Cena's still. You can even go back one generation, in my opinion. You can do Bruno for what wrestling was at that point. Yeah. He was that level. It's just wrestling couldn't be bigger than it was. I'm just saying for the time period. But then, yes, Hulk Hogan, Mm -hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Cena. Those are the three. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, he's up there. And not to mention the shit he does outside of wrestling. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, always make a wish shit and 
all that fucking stuff and his movies are usually really good I enjoy everything he's well, I can't say I enjoy every movie he's been in, but I've enjoyed him in every movie he's been, he's been in. Right. His cameos are always solid. Mm-hmm. Like, he has great cameos. Yeah. He's like, a legit funny guy. He's naturally charismatic. Right. Um, he's fucking John Cena. Exactly. What else can you say? I, I'd go get a beer with John Cena. Fuck yeah, I don't even drink and I would have a drink with John. No, I wouldn't. But I would, mm-hmm. I would, I would go out with John Cena yeah. and buy him a drink. There you go. That's, that's what I mean. I wouldn't oh, drink because I don't that's drink, another, but I would buy John Cena. I have another Harley Race story. Okay. That I saw this week. This is how much respect people have for Harley Race. And this made me think of it. CM Punk. I've heard this story. Okay. Yeah. Straight Edge. I read it again this week. Uh, you know, never had like a drink in his life. Went out with the boys. Harley Race asked him to have a shot with him. And he did. Mm -hmm. He's like, one drink won't kill me, and Harley fucking race asked me to, so I'm gonna do it. That's dope. Yeah. That shows you how much people loved Harley race. Yeah. Anyway. And respected him as well. And respected him. And well-deserved. Exactly. Uh, So my match, um, I'm so glad I ended up watching that, too. Yeah. Dude, we've been going for an hour and 20-some minutes already. It's awesome. These both love us. Yeah, they do. I love them, too. We've been all over the place today. I love 19 of the 20 of them. But I'm not going to tell them which one I don't. They got to figure it out. Yeah. That's a joke. Um, I watched John Cena versus David Ortonga. I'm going to be honest. I've never legit watched a David Ortonga match. I've never seen the man wrestle before. Um, I get why Vince liked him. Good look. Buff dude. Strong. um, Mm -hmm. Young. Charismatic. I mean, he had some charisma to him as well. I thought he was a bad announcer. And then I watched him wrestle. Holy crap, was he not good? No, not at all. Wow. He was probably, I think he was probably the worst from so, Nexus. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but, because uh, the commentators weren't telling me shit like they used to back in the mm-hmm. day when, you know, the announcers let you know what was happening on TV. Right. Yeah, they were talking about everything else. Like, they were calling the spots of the match, but not the overarching, overarching story, yeah. which had John uh, uh, Laronitis mm-hmm. up on the fucking stage in a fucking yes. fucking wheelchair with some chick in a skirt and high heels. I don't know who the fuck yeah, she was. I remember this. And, and they're just up there watching the match and Cena mm-hmm. beat Ortunga in a couple minutes because... He's John Cena, and yeah. he was wrestling fucking David Ortunga. Right. This shouldn't have even been on TV. What a waste of time. Um, oh, yeah, a lot of that was. John Cena's number one. Yeah. Um, John Cena at number 25 is accurate for 2011. Yeah. In 2019, John, John Cena's number one because mm-hmm. he's fucking John Cena. Right. Um, and he's probably going to stay up there until we get into the... Top 10, top for 10 sure, I would here. say. I can't imagine anybody not in the top 10 coming close. And it might even be top 5 because... Maybe number 14. Who's 14? Undertaker. I th- I'm going to give it to Cena still, I think. I'm Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Hulk and Stone Cold and The Rock are close. Harley Race would be yeah. there. Rock's 11. I'm just saying those guys would be maybes. Ah... <sighs> I gotta watch Angle stuff from TNA. 
Yeah. I don't know any of his TNA work. Yeah. Um. We'll get there. Well, tell us what Cena match you watched, Buds. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter, uh, or you can email at the Gmail at the same place. Yep. Uh, I'm over on the Twitter at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S. And I'm at Beach 2004 that's B-E-E-J-2-0-4. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell everybody. Tell the bitches down the road. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, bitches. Tell the firemen I almost hit my car this. because they were standing in the middle of a four-lane road with boots collecting money because apparently that's where you stand to collect money these days is in the middle of a fucking road. With boots? They're firefighters. Were they and wearing they Firefighter boots. boots. No, that's you put stupid. the money in their boots. In the road? Like literally, like not even like in the corner of the intersection, but like in between the fucking lanes of people going the same way, like in between the passenger car of the car beside me. Is this like fame shit? Probably. Okay. It's Canton. Like. I'm just saying. This town goes nuts for the Hall of Fame. I thought I was away from that on this side of town, but no, now I got firefighters. I mean, I legit almost hit the dude, and he's like, do you want to donate? I'm like, I almost ran you over. So don't hit any firefighters, buds. And until next time, that's BJ over there. That's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See ya. Bye-bye. Ha, ha, ha.